0: Back to System via the podcast that goes "Choo Choo." This is Brent.
1: Train,
0: um, bomb bomb. So we uh, we were talking. We were in our pre-meeting, and it was the the loudest I've ever heard at Jaython. So every once in a while, a train barrels past Jaython's apartment, and it's very clearly audible. <laughs> woo woo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it, it's very loud. But, like, for whatever reason, tonight it seemed louder than usual. Like I was, already what, explained that I have day. the goddamn window open. I know, but, like, I didn't expect it to be that much louder. They're
1: very good, thick windows for that reason. They're... Are you going to say they're good windows, Brunt? They're good windows, Brunt. Bron- bron- okay. For that reason. <laughs> yeah. Right. Obviously, if you're going to build an apartment complex next to the train tracks, so you got to do something to make your people happy. Well, that is, I'm a happy that people sometimes. Yeah. I'm not unhappy because of the train, okay? The question I have to ask you is
2: this When you went to see the apartment, were
1: you aware that there was a train nearby? I lived in this complex two years ago with my ex girlfriend. Oh, the same one? Yeah, and oh. we lived at the far end compared to where I live now, so we were much further from the train, and it's definitely a lot louder now. I admit that. But yes, I totally knew about the train, but oh, okay. as I explained, I had always slept through it before, and even though this was closer to the train tracks, physically. I'll send you a picture. We can put it in the damn show notes of where the tracks are relative to <laughs> okay, my front okay, door. Okay, great. Make so sure that,
2: that make sure that when you do that, you turn off the uh, metadata, you know. I don't care. Come
1: see me. I've got lots of booze and stuff. I, <laughs> no, uh, it's, it's not a good idea. Okay. I'll scrub it for you. I'll scrub it for you. Whatever. Just so you guys know, I would have done it for the fans, and these guys are fucking chumps.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, j he was low energy and now he's high energy but it's negative energy so we
1: have flipped the scale to like the anti-jathan tonight so i woke up on monday and was having a pretty good day and brent said i was too high energy and ever since then i haven't had any energy you were a little too high energy on monday i was excited because we got out of jury duty if that's not something to be excited about then what are we even living for
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I, uh, I had jury duty, but got out of it. And I How was excited, it, but next time
1: I'm going to be disappointed How? because you should have to go, you bitch. Oh my
0: god! <laughs> How
1: are you excluded?
0: Uh, you know, like sometimes they just don't need you. You check in. Oh uh, okay. Yeah. So they to just don't sure still need to show up or not. Okay, so we are going to be talking about some big security news as of late. Yeah, huge, huge, huge. One of which we'll be talking in detail. And we've got a
1: couple faux pas from, you know, Fox Big Tech. <laughs> no, Hello, folk. my name is faux pas. Faux pas. Yes. You can just call me Big Pa. One or more faux pas. What? I don't know. Faux pas. I'm trying well, to get high energy, is, and you're what? shitting on it. I'm going <laughs> to shit on you. Uh, Come on, high energy, J-thon. right, you okay. know what? We'll just,
0: we'll jump into it. What are you drinking? Uh, all right. Who? What are y'all drinking? Oh.
1: Yeah. You go first, Jay-thon. Nah, I don't want to go first. All right, I, I wanted Light, the countdown, I have... but I couldn't have that. Oh my
0: god! I offered you the countdown,
1: okay. and then you were like, "No." Mm-hmm. Sure, you did. Let's just hear you know what you're there. drinking. All right, hurry up, Payton. You're wasting my life. <laughs> my god!
2: I have some some piss water that Jathan gave me called Miller Lite.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Like I would buy you Miller Lite. Yeah, right. I would buy you Coors. <laughs> That's what I think of you. Oh, it's gonna be a long episode. And
2: I have my Glenlivet Founders Reserve. 8, 2,
1: wow. don't mix those 21. at the same time like don't put the <laughs> oh i will totally mix those. don't put He's the Glenn livid in the Ew. beer
2: i know what i'm doing so it would be terrible but i would do Ugh. it just to spite jay all
1: right whatever say <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking i'm drinking bourbon it is woodford reserve distiller select all right first two times okay. i've tried it i didn't really like it tastes a lot like cherry cough medicine to me mm-hmm. but tonight i added a little bit of water and it's better than it was before but it's still kind of just gross and i probably won't buy it again you said the uh the
0: woodford reserve yeah i have a bottle of that Ooh, Wait, waiting to go
1: well oh, yeah good I'll luck let me know what you too, think just so I can, you know
0: yeah well i'm sure well, will i'm still trying to finish that
1: bourbon 10 wow can ten. you just drink more
0: yeah. why are you so yeah. bad at
1: this i think we should vote him off Let's just get rid of him. I think we
2: should vote you off.
1: (laughs) Everybody else takes one for the team and gets drunk so that we have a good time. Brent's just like, no, I've got too much on my plate. I simply cannot drink all this bourbon right now. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly how I talk. Can't you hear yourself right now? Literally right now. That is that is not what I I sound like. I'm fairly certain that's not what I sound like.
2: I'm fairly certain
0: that's not what I sound like. No, that's that's Nixon that sounds like that. I am not a crook. Yeah. Brr. Brr. So <laughs> whoa. Uh, what are you drinking? Are you be... drinking the bulletin? Yeah, bulletin. Dude, he said um, that. Come on. No, I should it should be gone by the end of this episode though. It should be. It better so be. It I'm asking mind. you. Oh, it might be. We'll see.
1: If you don't There's... finish it, you're a weenie. There's about six shots left.
0: So we'll, we'll see how this handles. Weenie. Excuse you. No, excuse right, you for being a weenie, a, a, right for be a weenie in the wild. I'm going to take a sip right now just for that. going to be a weenie in
1: the wild. Fucking Tom, wild weenies. Can you come up
2: with something other than terrible to insult people with?
1: No, I don't want to try. Them a,
2: call them a wet blanket or something.
1: Are there a... Um, you weighted blanket. Weighted blanket? Yeah, haven't you seen yeah, that all seen over the, the internet lately? Oh, they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah, supposed yeah, yeah. to help
0: people with anxiety or whatever sleep better. I should actually get one. It's it's for people who who need hugs to sleep. I need a
1: hug while I'm awake. I'm gonna make it my my work blanket.
0: Or you could just make it into a, a, like a coat. Oh
1: no, that's not how it works. <laughs> do you that understand do you how that's... coats work?
2: Yeah. The point is them.
1: that you need gravity to have weight, and a coat rests entirely on your shoulders. That's just gonna make you slouch over, and you're gonna die. Well, what, so, how so how would Jay the blanket Tom, work? How do you, you sleep do you under it, and so it's over your shoulders? whole body?
0: How can oh you wear God. that during the day?
1: Yeah. I how can you wear during the day? I work laying down. <laughs> oh, I work okay. work laying down? Okay. Yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah? Doesn't everyone?
2: Do your coworkers listen to the podcast?
0: You know the
1: laying desk? I, no, I've
0: never heard of that. My pod, my,
1: my coworkers do not listen to the podcast.
0: Oh, uh, you should talk. how you feel about her. Whoa. We're gonna cut that. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna cut that. <laughs> wow, just, what just <laughs> happened? <laughs> Totally. I had to do something
2: to get you off this train of Whoa was It me. worked. It I mean, worked you're fucking Eeyore over here. No, dude. because
1: now I'm just sad about that too.
2: Oh, oh my gosh. god!
1: You could okay, edit it. you could just you literally can No, you could just literally bleep her name and it'll be fine.
0: Okay. Alright. Well Because we'll I, right. I
1: work in a building large enough that it doesn't really narrow it down.
0: Okay. Uh, Alright. Fair enough. I do think it's it's still hilarious. We need a nickname for her. Like how we No, she's had, dead to us. How like how we had what? <laughs> uh Cocaine Girl?
1: Oh yeah, cocaine, cocaine girl. girl. <laughs> the angel. Is she is so beautiful. The cocaine gel? <laughs> the cocaine girl. Uh, she's still beautiful. Every that, time as you
0: quickly learned out, that does not necessarily mean it's someone that would have a good relationship potential. Yeah, but watch this.
1: I'm gonna make this go full circle. Sometimes okay. you just have to risk it for the biscuit. <laughs>
0: where did you where did that even come from is that a pre-show you decided to you, sh-
1: you said no i i know but where did you where from before that oh risk it for the biscuit yeah you've never heard risk it for the biscuit
2: never
0: heard it
1: damn
2: risk it i've never heard of risk it for the biscuit yet. all
1: right well you guys should spend more time on the internet and not like the <laughs> shitty internet define There's shitty internet most of it most of the internet is garbage the
0: internet that you what, go on is that the shitty part? part of the internet is not garbage
1: buzzfeed neopets Buzzfeed! Oh, I forgot about Neopets. Add that to the list. What list? Buzzfeed what? and Neopets. That's the good places.
0: No, that's. This is not. Neopets died, didn't it? I I thought they.
1: Uh... Oh, if it did, I'm quitting. I I'm i quitting won't, everything. won't be
0: able to quit if it died.
1: Neopets.com. I'm pretty sure de- oh, uh, Neopets. No, it's taking still. a while. Oh, it's still here. I'm going to show you if I can log in. Oh, you can log in with. Oh, Facebook.
0: wait, wait. No, I'm thinking of Club Penguin.
1: Oh, I, I, that was never good. If you were see, you were using the bad internet the the whole time. You no, were no, never no. on the good I, internet.
0: No, oh Club Penguin, God. Club Penguin was good for like trolling.
1: Nah, that's what Four Chan is for. I think <laughs> you're thinking of Four Chan. You're confusing Club Penguin and Four Chan right now.
0: <laughs> I'm definitely not confusing the two, but they're basically right.
1: not at all the same. And Four Chan is what you're talking about.
0: Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Are, are you guys ready to get this on, on the road here choo
1: choo we... let's get back on the tracks with oh, this fucking train track, man. yes
0: jesus christ now i'm gonna need like some sort of train pun for the title for the episode title <sighs>
1: you could just about make just you could just... just jaython takes on a train or you could just be like off the rails look at that <laughs> off the rails there you go <laughs> I mean, c- has been so far
0: you could do crazy True. train I could. I kind of like Off the rails more because it's, well, it's been but of that. And you know then what? you put my we're, face... You we we were going to give Jaython... You
2: were going to give him the countdown,
1: and now you're going to take away the title from me. So, you,
2: just, you know, this whole... The whole thing is just no oh, expectations. Oh,
1: you just can to have Oh, any. oh, oh. Here we go. Leave, leave, leave the train sound in this time. Oh
0: my we God. did already before. We no, we didn't. The, guys, we got to do it. Guys, Shh, we're 10 sh- sh-
1: minutes sh- 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 in. That's okay. Shh. All right. All right, everybody quiet. We're waiting for the choo-choo. We I have present... a surefire
2: way for to be a short episode. No, 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 no! Right?
1: Shh, 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 shh. We present to shh. you. No, if we can just be quiet, we can cut a bunch of stuff out. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just leave it in. Don't cut anything. This episode okay. is literally perfect. The only thing <laughs> we need know. to do is bleep that name. Everything else is 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 great. It's as was.
0: <laughs> All right. So we've, we've the put thing this is, yeah, let's We're just need a really long music song, <laughs> a really long intro. <laughs> Okay. No, 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 we, we heard the train. The tra- <laughs> we heard, no, it hasn't done. come by we yet. Tra- I just heard it.
1: Yeah, that's in the distance. <laughs> oh my god. <gosh. laughs> All right, so just start doing the news, and when the train comes by, everybody just gets silent.
0: Okay. All right. All right.
1: <laughs> so, so, the thing is,
2: uh our, <laughs> the episode previous to this one, by the way, I got a shout out to Johnny Xmas and Daryl. Daryl. Kellison? Kellison, yeah. Yeah. I got to give a shout out to them, because they were awesome. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be our best episode, and this is gonna be our worst.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, we still the have worst the shit was show. the one I fell uh, asleep on the floor in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Uh,
0: okay, okay. News. Go to the news. Okay, we news, need. It. We news. need to get back on track. We need to derail this. Okay. All right. Rerail? Put the
1: train back. on Train engineer
2: Peyton coming through, getting us back on track. Here we go. Okay. All right. So we have we have news. We have lots and lots and lots of news. It's terrible. So, the first thing you might have heard of is crack. And not the not the cocaine crack, either, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, this is called key reinstallation reinstall- attacks. So, I was doing some reading on this, <laughs> and it apparently <laughs>
1: allows oh you to be... Here comes the train. <laughs> oh, my God, so I thought, hate I'm going to
0: make you take a drink every time you laugh. Um, no. Nope.
1: So
2: there are there are four keys that you need four or five keys that you need when you're creating a Wi-Fi connection. There's the PTK. I'm sorry, there's four PTK, GTK, and then wait, is that do I have this right? <laughs> I'm, I must be reading this wrong. You might be. So you, uh, yeah. So you have the you have the PTK, and then you have you've installed the PTK and the GTK, and then you have another PTK to install. And so there's a four-way handshake it does on this, and apparently you can man in the middle of this using the MAC address of, of the AP. You can force reinstallation of the key, your verified key, to you know, interrupt the connection. You have the pairwise transient key. Uh-huh. You have the group temporal key. Uh-huh. You have the integrity group temporal key. You have the the paralyzed transient key which works with a temporal key as well which also uses the fast bss transmission handshake ft handshake and there's some CVEs i'm going through here on this and then there's the station to station link transient key which is an stk so we have all these CVEs to go through there's the tdls the tunnel direct link setup peer key <laughs> jesus christ I was reading this. I had no idea that there were this many keys involved with mm-hmm. wpa Yeah, it's a, it's a
0: four-way handshake, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I was reading this, and I was just surprised that there was this much, and then mm-hmm. come to find out that it's it's vulnerable, you know? Like It's completely vulnerable. Yep. And then there's the, yeah. So we have this lovely thing in here. It tells how, you, how it's going to happen, what's going to, you know, how it works. Now, the benefit is that the password is not recovered. You can't actually see the password, according to the document, the, the article that I'm looking at. It doesn't recover any of the fresh encryption keys that are negotiated during the handshake. However, it does allow you to man in the middle of it. So you may not be able to see it, but you can still intercept the traffic. So that's bad, generally speaking. Mm -hmm. There is a vulnerability in the RSA generation. Now, Brent, I was reading and I saw this. How long is a 2048 key supposed to take to crack? Ages. Is it quadrillion some odd years? (laughs) Ish. Ish, yeah. So it's a long time. However, there's a vulnerability in it that allows it to be cracked using the TPM. Is that what it is?
0: Uh, okay? So it's a it's a flaw in a certain yeah, yeah. strain of TPM chips that yeah, make yeah. this vulnerable. It's not all of RSA.
2: It's not. Yeah. It's yeah. It's, but it's not all TPM either, uh, either.
0: Yeah. 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 Exactly. It's it's this one particular different. It's a pretty common chip <laughs> mm-hmm. in like embedded devices and stuff. So
2: it's not like the N- Lenovo's we talked about last time. However, it does affect BitLocker TPMs, the YubiKeys, before 4.3.5, some PGP key generation, or the YubiKey key generation, and the cache user data encryption in Chrome OS. So if you have a Chromebook, make sure you update.
0: Chromebook, Raspberry Pi, I think might use them. Yeah. Do they use TPM at all? Hmm. I can't remember. It's it's in a... Chromebooks? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. the Infineon is in a lot of embedded devices. I just can't remember which ones. There is supposedly a list of devices that are affected, but yeah. anyways,
2: right? Anyways, moving on. Yep. So, who here has used a Dell? I've used it. I
0: I have a Dell that I use. We just
2: transferred from Lenovo's to Dell's. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Dell has a feature called the backup and recovery program. It's the it's a it's a built-in application. It uses the, the cloud, someone else's computer, to back up your information. It allows you to refresh it to a, a brand new state. Factory default. Well, Dell's Backup and Recovery application used a site called Dell Backup and Recovery Cloud Storage dot com. Actually, it had been serving malware for a while. And someone snatched it from out from under them. And it was compromised for about a month or so. Wow. So if you're using that, double check your shit. <laughs> And now for news that's not fucking terrifying or yeah. disastrous. More than half of emails world worldwide are now opened in a mobile environment. Now, a mobile environment, of course, Brent means and Jay means, of course, it could be a tablet or your phone. Yeah, I think Chromebooks actually uh, qualify as a mobile environment as well, too.
0: I would say it depends on the Chromebook. Some mm-hmm. use ARM chips, and some use yeah, the other yeah. x86 yeah. style chips.
2: So, fifty-five percent, more than half, of course, were opened in a mobile environment in 2017. There was a research by the company called ReturnPath, mm-hmm. significantly more than either webmail (28%) or desktop (16%). It's the it emerged, mobile has emerged the dominant email virus. Return Returnpath last conducted its survey in 2012, where only 29% of emails were opened on a mobile device. However, the difference between 2012 and 2017 is we have a vastly larger amount of mobile devices for sale. The last bit of news, actually, no. Are we doing the yeah? Mm-hmm. So the second to last bit of news and back to oh my god terrifying. Not Petcha has returned as Bad Rabbit. This is this is struck. It's been discovered by ESET actually. Uh, Not Petcha was discovered by ESET. But Ukrainian Russian organizations have been hit with the latest ransomware attack named Bad Rabbit. The ransomware has been believed to originate from compromised web pages with a fake pop up for a- updating Adobe Flash Player. This is why you don't have Flash in your computer, my goodness. Mm-hmm. The behavior of Bad Robot has been similar to a previous ransomware known as NotPetya. So they used Entizer Analyze. They found some code reuse from NotPetya throughout the different binaries of Bad Robot. So make sure you find out where your uh, stuff is coming from. Mm-hmm. And our last bit of news we have here is that. There was a gentleman who worked for the NSA. He used a backdoored MS office key generator who then allowed Kaspersky, not maliciously, to have the files that he used uploaded to them and they went through the exploits themselves and found them. The NSA
0: exploits. The NSA exploits, correct.
2: So, in case you're not aware, a lot of different antivirus companies will have you upload malicious files to them so they can analyze them so they can better find them and diagnose them and get rid of them well this idiot <clears throat> his home pc was tens was one of tens of millions running kaspersky antivirus kaspersky of course was accused of detecting the american cyber weapons on the PC via its tools which tipped off the Kremlin spies and helped them hack the machine to siphon off the valuable vulnerability exploits kaspersky says kaspersky says no way The staffer temporarily switched off the antivirus protection on the PC and infected his personal computer with malware from a product key generator while trying to use a bootleg copy of Office. When they reactivated Kaspersky, when they reactivated the antivirus, the software Kaspersky, uh, Kaspersky software search machine, as usual, removed the Trojanized keygen tool, found the secret NSA code during the scan and uploaded it to Kaspersky's cloud for further study by staff. So Kaspersky did nothing wrong, according to Kaspersky. Yeah, I'm gonna Did covering up from. something? But, sure, sure,
0: sure, sure. Um, I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt because yeah. they've they've had pretty good reputation up and, up to this point. So why wouldn't you know? Yeah, yeah. But absolutely. again, as as shown, you know that can obviously change. So I'm holding off judgment on what actually happened. But we will be linking to Kaspersky's full response to the incident, which mm-hmm. we talked about last episode, I think. So yeah. All right. Are you guys ready to talk about crack? Well,
2: listen, I like to use a spoon, and I,
0: you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Isn't that heroin?
1: I know a girl. Uh, probably it is, I don't know.
0: Wait, a crack or the... cocaine, j
1: Well, cocaine.
0: Okay. They're they're slightly different.
2: So, so this should be a shout out to people who actually, like, know how to do drugs that I have no clue about. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: if you could I teach us but... how to do drugs, that'd be great.
0: It's for the kids.
2: It's what the is fans. what is what is it from Office Space when they're like the art of money laundering and he's like reading the definition of the encyclopedia? It's like, oh, yeah. what the shit, dude? Yeah. yeah <laughs> the
1: exactly. good news is you'll be able to find my address in that picture. <laughs> there
0: you go. So right. your, your geo coordinates. Yeah. So we aren't actually talking about the street drug called crack. (laughs) We're talking about the Wi-Fi vulnerability called crack. And I'm sure Mm -hmm. you've heard of it probably by now. I hope you have. If not, you need to watch the news more. But it is being blown way out of proportion. Way. Yeah. Hugely. So we would like to sort of dispel some rumors, at least everything I've been able to dig up and and probably my co-hosts as well.
2: Well, I know that there
0: has been mass panic. Oh, my God. Yeah, Wi-Fi is broken. So, so here's the situation with that. Do you guys just want me to like run through them and then we can, we can talk in depth about, or do you guys just want to like interject along the way?
1: I don't actually have much to say. I, I don't maintain any wireless networks as part of my job. Okay. My wireless network at home is probably one you can't even touch anyways, right? Yeah. I mean, there's not much I can do with it. It is still my, okay, actually quick shout out. I'm sorry. I forgot about this earlier. Arizona Sean, older listener of ours. Not older oh, as in he's old, but older as in he's, he's been, been coming around for a while. that's zero, I think right? uh, super awesome guy comes on IRC once in a while. haven't heard from him in a while, but he sent me some home lab gear, and it's awesome. I'm making great, great use of it,
0: oh yeah, and yeah and and he and he just wrote in to check in with us, yeah, too. well, yeah, he
1: he wrote to me. wanted to know how what I was doing with that stuff and just asked how things were going. Awesome guy. I thank you so much, Sean. That was a really, really kind thing to do. Yeah. And what that made me think of, and why this came up, is I would like to build a router at some point, basically. Mm-hmm. But yeah. just funding not currently available, and yeah, space is I, kind I'll of a thing. There. So yeah,
0: but, uh, you get like a
1: slim line, you're probably fine. Well, it's more so out on the corner. Yeah, I need something that like doesn't make any noise for the living room. Well, that
0: yeah, that's, those that's are gonna be more
1: actually really easy to find. Well, he
0: already, the problem is he already has the hardware. No, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. Oh, I
1: thought you did. Oh, I do from Sean, but that's not going to be the router. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it.
0: Yeah, so there's, if you're looking to purchase new, there's a lot of quiet, more quiet options. I don't want to say they're silent, but they're definitely more quiet than a lot of the stuff out there. You can find some
2: pretty quiet stuff, honestly.
0: Yeah, if you check out our home lab, they have... They actually have some, shout out to our home. They actually have some good stuff there that they can show you. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can get some pretty, me.
1: pretty interesting liquid cooled 1U units
0: now. True. Pass me a, oh, you could, you could do liquid case cooling where you drop the whole board in, in mineral water.
1: Yeah. Let me just keep mineral water in a fucking container in my living room.
0: You already have a fish tank. I mean,
1: yeah. Your you idea know. is bad. <laughs> it could work, Jathan. It could work.
0: But back to crack. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> because that's how this started. Aside. That's all right. Yeah, so I'd say the biggest thing I keep seeing is that, like, Wi-Fi is broken. I mean, number one, it it kind of has been broken, even with web, but it's all a matter of relativity, right? Like, how feasible something is and how dangerous that attack can be, that attack vector. So with crack, you're, I'd say you're still pretty okay. Yeah, there is the issue of being able to, like, dec- decrypt packets on the fly and stuff, but... yeah. It's still not that big a deal because if you stick to using encryption for everything and to end as you're supposed to be, you're not really going to be affected by this no matter what. The problem is most people don't do that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. People don't use things like VPNs or HTTPS anywhere and and other things like that. Is it HTTPS everywhere now? I think they they changed the name. Who did? Well, I'll do it later. I'll put it in the right if I'm wrong. Yeah, so you want to maintain that, like, you, you use end-to-end encryption for everything whenever possible, and you should be fine. That plus, you know, just in case the wireless network itself gets compromised, like the AP or something, Which, a local firewall, yes. Well, sorry. what I
1: want to say is, you know, it's one thing if you're visiting websites that have HTTPS, but it's also, I think, a good impetus for why your website should force HTTPS, because you're helping to secure the internet.
0: Absolutely. And I say that with full full knowledge that our website does not, but that's because we have a lot of podcast clients to consider that don't support <laughs> our SSL. Not just that. Settings. And, you
1: know, my site, obviously, I don't collect any personal information or whatever. But mm-hmm.
0: but you but you want to make sure that you can guarantee the integrity of the site
1: absolutely, absolutely. and like I think it just visitors. in one regard also I think it makes a statement a bit you know like mm-hmm. I use a static site and I force mm-hmm. https that seems really silly Mm-mm. but, but it I works. think it works and I think that's it's just point. a a good thing to do that's all I'm going to just keep interrupting and saying stupid shit so <laughs> That's fine
0: <laughs> that's fine <laughs> that's You are not
2: you are not garbage like uh, uh what's this face Johnny Johnny Yeah that was so oh, funny. Every time he say something, Dar- uh, he would be
0: like, uh, garbage! <laughs> yeah, yeah Daryl kept calling him garbage. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Poor and, then, and then Johnny started calling himself garbage. No, they're, they're both good people. I like them. So, if you do that, you'll completely mitigate the risk that Crack poses. Keep in mind, however, that there are other attacks out there that Crack could be combined with that can make this more serious. If someone does gain access to the AP... And they do, implant, or, you know, they, they manage to hop on as a fully associated member of that network and they sign out art poisoning. Then you're in trouble because then you need to worry about the integrity of your DNS too. You need to worry about the integrity of your leases, your IP leases, or that you're hitting the IP that you expect. All sorts of messes can come from art poisoning, no. but this doesn't real. this in and of itself does not allow that. And those other things have been around since ages, there is a situation, however, where they can fully take over the position of an auth- authenticated client, and that is with Android and WPA Supplicant. Now, this has been patched, and if you're running a good enough distro... <coughs> arch, <coughs> You already have the patch. You're set, you're fine, as long as you keep updated, you're good. But there are many distros that still haven't even backported the patch, and android i mean we know the mess with updating android i like my android don't get me wrong but there's a reason why i use lineage os you know so it is patched in lineage os but if you're still on ota android or stock android actually stock android has a fix for it now but ota android like if you're using verizon's provided image of android for instance you're in trouble because those updates are very few and far between so Maybe switch to something like Lineage or stock Android for your phone. It is worth it because you will get those updates a lot faster.
2: Yeah, can we just can we just take a sidebar really really fast to, Absolutely. to bitch about freaking AT&T and T-Mobile and Verizon and Sprint not updating their fucking handsets on a regular fucking basis? Why is it that you can't get fucking security updates on your fucking <laughs> phone when they fucking come out in the same
1: fucking month? You know what, buddy? This is mad-pated. You need a this hug? Is- <laughs> yeah i do <laughs> come on over seriously though no. like that they'll be there in a couple of hours it in. that
0: is the, that but yeah yeah and i can i can
1: <sighs> well and there's and, two t- ways t- of looking to be at fair it. google is yes. trying to cut out that middleman process yeah and, and they've been trying actually for a long time but carriers are extremely resistant to yeah. it because they don't necessarily have the chance to bundle in all their shit yeah or at least make sure that their shit keeps working with updates etc etc but is, it's to my understanding, and this is something we can put in the show notes, because we do stuff sure. like that. But I think that the next version of Android is supposed to definitely, definitively have direct updates from Google for every handset. Wasn't that one of the initiatives or like the things?
0: Maybe. I haven't seen anything about that. But if you can get me a source, I'll definitely put it. In all the right. List.
1: Well, I'll look it up or I'll eat my words and just be sad. But...
0: <laughs> Either way, it's going in the errata. It's all right. Yeah. So the big issue with that, I think, is... You can look at it two ways, right? You can look at it as sort of a cynical way, saying like, you know, providers just want to release the minimum viable product. They aren't really concerned with keeping it up to date because there's no real reason to because most users won't update their their firmware anyways.
2: Well, and they don't get a notification that they should
0: either. Well, because there is no new version. But yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I have friends that are obviously not... (laughs) in the tech field, but they just don't want to update their phone because it takes longer than 10 minutes. Right. And I'm like, you really should start doing that, but whatever, you know, like we need to somehow make that a more user-friendly process. I think to get wider patching Mm -hmm. conveniently, we'll be talking more about patching later in this episode, but yeah. So I feel like it's not unfixable, but it's going to take both. It's going to take a lot of work from the providers and that's not, their quote unquote job. They don't see it as their job. The other, the flip side of that perspective, you know, from the extremely cynical one, is that they are doing exactly what Android intended to do, which is have providers have their own, entirely own quote unquote branded experience. I don't think this was a good idea on Android's part. I do appreciate it being open source, and I think that's important. We need an open source firmware out there. But I'm not so sure that I agree with the approach that many providers take with that so i don't As know my rant I, earlier indicated yeah exactly exactly and then you run into like maintainability like i most i would say most carriers don't have a dedicated 24 7 mobile firmware team android firmware team you know and they they have a lesson to learn from lineage because like that's one guy maintaining that entire project currently i mean yeah he, he yeah. has like other people working with him to port stuff and everything but like he maintains the entire thing by himself. He doesn't have a high, like a highly structured tiered management team and all that behind. It. It's like, it's literally just him and he can do it. So, you know, there's many aspects to sort of look at it like that. Oh gosh, I think that's, that's almost like an entirely other episode. Yeah, oh, I don't, yeah, I right. don't even can... know
1: that we actually have to continue going on about crack too much. I think, you know, what? Well, I... I,
0: there's, there is one more, uh, two more things I wanted to mention about it, Okay, then but they'll, they'll be quick. The first thing is WPA3. There's been talk about that being necessary now to like fix all these problems. Like, There is an ongoing discussion about what should be in WPA3, and we will obviously link to it in the show notes. But I don't think it's necessary because this issue with crack is fully patchable. There's patches for it out already. I'm patched against it. And many other devices are as well. Yeah. The problem there is you need to encourage users to patch, which is oh. its own problem in and of itself. And lastly, there was talk about like, oh, well, what's the big deal if you just use HTTPS? Keep in mind, this is why I recommend a VPN. And it's not just because I work for a VPN provider, but it's really important to know this. I don't care who you use so much that, I mean, it'd be nice if you use my company, but the company (laughs) I work for, I should say, you know, I would appreciate that.
1: But, you know, no problem. Just just keep doing your freaking advertising here.
0: I'll calm down. (laughs) <laughs> Look, we wouldn't even even be able to have this podcast if not for the job I have. So let, let's keep that in mind. So I'm I'm grateful for that. But yeah. more to the point, from a technological standpoint here, it's more important that you use any kind of full tunneling VPN because people use their phones, which are the most vulnerable devices in this case, for more than mm-hmm. just websites. Yeah, Think of how many people you know that use email on their phone. As we said, what, 55% was it?
1: It was greater than 50, use a mobile
0: device. 55% for email. 55% for email on mobile devices. Right. So so it's it's the majority. It is definitively the majority. Think of how many of those people don't use TLS encapsulated mail protocols. You know, they just use like the plain text IMAP or the plain text POP3 or the plain text SMTP. So that's also important, you know, because that... Uh, arguably you're going to have a lot more sensitive information going over email, especially business email or like emails for password reset links and stuff than you will be for websites. So that's another thing to also keep in mind. Super important. All of your apps also will use an internet connection.
1: Cover your ass. Delete your apps. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what, the what good what is a smartphone th- without the oh apps? God, yeah. Let's be real. Back when but, I was a
1: kid, we just fucking called people.
0: Okay. All right. Oh my god. Hey, <laughs>
2: have you guys heard that people are are bitching about kids looking down at, at devices all the time? They're like, "Wow, oh, kids never did that." And I mean, I just think they remember reading books and having the
0: same sore neck. So you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but before I even, I mean, when I was a kid, granted, but like
1: I was actually smart enough I didn't need the books, so I just never had to do any of that. <laughs>
0: okay. Oh I just all skipped right.
1: class and soared right through all my shit.
0: All right. Let's let's. It was. Let's go. It was eighty degrees here on. today, and it's
1: gonna snow tonight. <laughs>
2: let's. <laughs> That's
0: fantastic. I'm I'm glad you're higher energy. Let's let's move Woo! on to this patching problem yeah. I, that we briefly touched upon God last episode. Damn patch. Yeah. So we have frequently been known to say patch for shit,
1: which it's something we it turns out was a little naive to say.
0: Well, no. I mean, we it's important to say. it. Okay.
1: I I will but... take some fall here because Brent is unable to admit that perhaps he was if saying he would some... let
0: me. No. 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 Hold on. No, if he he's not allowed get to it. I say that with knowledge, like I don't work in an environment that requires this, but I know that there are plenty of people who do. And I knew that when I say patch your shit, but there are some cases, some cases that you cannot patch a system or you only have like once a year or three times a year patch windows. Yeah. That's what I was getting at. Yeah. Right. So it's not so much naive. It's
1: incomplete. We'll say it's
0: an incomplete answer.
1: Or it's just sort of like a colloquial thing to say. Yeah, yeah. You know, sure, like, patch exactly. your shit really just means make sure you're taking care of the problem at hand.
0: Sure. So I wanted to get together with our guys and our listeners, of course. Like, as always, please feel free to contact us if you have any other suggestions on what we should add or bring back. Or if you even want to be on the show and, and we love talk about guests. this longer. We love guests. We love them. We don't get enough requests for guesthood. And then one, sometimes we do get requests for guesthood and we're like, all right, what do you do? And they're like, I'm a mechanical engineer. And I'm like, oh, well. That's not really relevant, but moving on. <laughs> so, like, ideally, if you're in the field when you request to be a guest, whatever. So, can you guys think of any ways in which we can sort of shake up in a positive way, not like in the disrupt or whatever way, in which we can like shake up this notion of patch windows, extremely long well, patch intervals. So
2: here's the thing. This is something that I'm intimately familiar with because this is this. is yeah, your company does do. it. All day long. Yeah. I deal with people who we have change management. We have these things represented. They're in the meeting. They find out. I mean, we send emails and I, yeah. I reach out to them the day of and they say, oh, can we reschedule this? No, no, hmm. no, absolutely not. No,
0: that's the point of a no. change window. That's the yeah. whole
2: point. We have a change window. It happens every month. It's just, It's, you know, it's not the same time every month. It's not the same day, but it's every month or every other month. Depending on the And it's
0: close enough to the same. And,
2: and it has to be expected. Frequently enough that it should not be an issue. However, mm-hmm. these people get this idea that they can delay or they can say no. And in some steps, I mean, some instances, yes, they can say no. But in reality, mm-hmm. if you say no, you really fuck a whole bunch of shit up. You know? Like I have mm-hmm. federal regulations that I have to yep. abide by to mm-hmm. make sure that these systems are 100%. And if they're not, we get in you trouble. You get dinged. I, yeah. I get in massive trouble. I was telling my wife, I have, I can get three violations, and then I can no longer work in the industry that I work in. The entire and, industry. The industry. entire industry. <laughs> what, yeah. what does that even mean?
0: I, I can't shit. go into it. It's he, yeah, it's a big he, deal. It's a big yeah. deal.
2: The regulations
1: require you to be,
0: but it's, it's right. like, but it's like disbarring a lawyer, j
1: or or like, uh, our, you but know, there's no like, fucking yeah. certification to be a CIS admin.
0: Well, apparently there's a blacklist. I mean, I, I can still it? be a no, no, no. This is
2: the, this is the thing though. Like, I could be a sysadmin. I can't be in this particular industry.
0: In that industry,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I gotcha.
0: So does that make sense, so, Mm-hmm. I okay. uh, hope
1: so. It'd be yeah, like they, I couldn't be in academia anymore.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm.
2: you know, I have to go through. I have to make sure that these certain these certain servers are done and they're taken care of. And you know, what's on the ticket is done and completed. If it's not, I have to tell you know, hey, this didn't get done, and this is why. And for these people to be like, I can't do that, you know, when... What's that Windows... What was that Windows vulnerability We just came out in April or May?
0: Oh, I bet we talked about we did, it. We did. We but... did. We
2: talked about it. But the thing was, and I talked about this on the air at the time, I said, we were four servers shy of being 100% for that when it came out. You know, mm-hmm. we were, out of the many hundreds that we have, mm-hmm. we were four servers shy of being 100%, which is phenomenal, you know? So... Patching is important, and no, patching doesn't always necessarily break things. The problem is that people don't have standardized hardware, and so Microsoft has to make these patches. And this instance I'm talking about Microsoft, they have to make these patches that work for everybody and then they break something, but not necessarily everything. When I update Arch, it doesn't break everything I updated on. You know,
0: so actually, that's a good place to jump into. I think, mm-hmm. sure, discussing why change management exists and it is important, and I acknowledge that. Oh. Well, it's, it complicates things, but it's important. It does. Well, I, because... I also just
1: want to mention we do have an episode where we talked about mirroring your production environment mm-hmm. for this exactly. reason, in part,
0: yeah. Right. Yep, exactly. Right. So you can you can test your your patches before you send them out live to production. That is very costly, and good luck getting signatures on that. But that is the <laughs> probably the most right way to do it. If there is going to be a right way at all, I don't think it's the most I right. I think it's
1: it. the right way. Period. There's nothing. I think it's better. going to be.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it would be probably the most best way of doing it if you need change management. The, well, most but best implies that is- there's. There's I,
1: I, other options though. Have you
2: guys? Yeah, yeah, have thorough. you guys read the Phoenix Project? It's about change management. I have
0: management. I've not. I've been. I've been considering. You it should lately, take the
2: though. time. And I'm not trying to plug it. I'm not trying. But I no. I we're not. It, we're not paid by these guys. No. 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 I read it, and it was interesting from a perspective where I have to deal with change management. And I'll give you a mm-hmm. brief synopsis. So there's a company. This guy gets hired or promoted to be the head of IT. Mm -hmm. And they have problems and they have one guy who's the main guy. He does everything and he just fixes things and he breaks it and fixes it and breaks it and fixes it. And he doesn't have any sort of change management. And through the story, he actually, the head of IT actually takes this kid who is like the silo of information and he takes him out of the work and says, you are not doing any more work. You can stand over mm. people and you can tell them what to do, but you are not doing any more work. And implements change management and they go back and forth. And it's actually, if you read it, you have to understand that it's, it's trying to sell you a point of view for IT versus the, well, just fix the problem and then tell me about it later. Versus the, the firefighting right? Yeah. versus the, okay, we actually need to have a plan for this now. So we're going to set up mm-hmm. a team that's going to go through and we're going to find out why this particular server is having problems. We're going to fix it. And then once we fix it, we're going to document the hell out of it. And then we're going to send it to everybody and everybody knows versus the, some kid, you know, types out something really fast and it's done. It's like, you yeah.
0: Know. So okay. that it's definitely applicable, I think, in larger environments, like large corporate sure. environments and things like that. You're not going to need to implement that, nor could you. at like a mom and pop shop or something where it's like all of 10 people working there or something. But I mean, that being said, yeah, definitely. From what I hear from everyone, from all my trusted sources, it is a good read. So definitely look into it, especially if you're in management, especially, especially if you're in IT management. That being said, though, more to the point, why the technical reason why change management exists is because patches can break shit. And these are systems that are so highly sensitive, so mission critical, and I hate these buzz phrases like that, but they that's what they are. They are critical to the operation of that business, to the services it provides, to the products it, it produces, whatever. They're so mission critical that them being down would be catastrophic to your business. If that's not how serious these servers are, you probably don't need change management. Yeah. If it is, that's definitely something you're going you're going to need so i do recognize where it's needed i think but yeah the hard part i'm stuck on is how we make that a little bit less flexible than patch once a year because that's also not feasible Well,
1: so here's the other thing is you know i really liked what johnny said last week or two Mm -hmm. weeks ago you know whatever and that was you know don't just tell me what this exploit does don't just provide a proof of concept but tell me alternative ways to, yes. to actually deal with this type of threat you know tell me what port it attacks or tell me mm-hmm. you know whatever i don't know exactly what he said but but in any case i think that's basically it yeah. yeah in so many cases we see immediately when there's an exploit we see this huge explosion of people freaking the fuck out yeah. and i don't even actually mind that initial explosion because i think it's important to draw attention to the issue but what's unfortunate is we don't see this sort of trickle-down effects such that, you know, hours or maybe a day or two later, we don't see people tweeting all about the solutions or here's more information that we've gathered and here's how you can thwart XYZ.
0: Actually, I I do see that a lot on InfoSec Twitter. I know that it's like the InfoSec Twitter. I see a lot of that on a lot of InfoSec people on Twitter, specifically with malware, but not so much a lot of other things. But but is it drowned out
1: by the media and I'm putting this in air quotes, normal people who don't understand that it's not the end of the world, is that information drowned out in such a way that it is not reaching the right people Um, or it's not even dispelling, you know, like there's still people, if you walk out your door tomorrow and talk to someone, hey, did you hear about crack? And they're going to say, yeah, Wi-Fi is broken, but we already, we talked in this episode alone about one or two ways to avoid crack being an issue for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, crack in particular is one that affects a lot more people. It's not just somebody who's maintaining.
0: That affected literally every,
1: every, everything that uses W. Right, exactly, yeah. which is is so many people at this point. Mm-hmm. But those people will, would have never heard like, oh, well, if I visit websites that use HTTPS, maybe I should use something like HTTPS everywhere. Yeah. Or maybe I need to invest in a VPN for the next six months until this is really mm-hmm. ironed out. But mm-hmm. those people don't hear about that because you don't see that on CNN or Fox News or whatever. But you do see them talking about crack and how all of a sudden your iPhone's fucking broken.
0: So it's, it's, I have problems answering this because number one, most of my media, like my breaking news and stuff is through Twitter itself. And those are highly specialized sources that I can curate and follow. And so I'm, so it doesn't get drowned out for me.
1: Right. And I'm in the same boat, obviously. Yeah. Plus, you know, you could just look at it and be like, oh, well, I know how HTTPS works mm-hmm. as a protocol. Exactly. So exactly. I understand right out the gate that this is not a problem. But that's obviously different for most people. It's not like
0: the average citizen. Yeah, exactly. So I think a lot of that is maybe, I don't want to say collusion, but it's media hype because scary headlines sell, right? Well, of course It's know. a fact of nature. If it, if it bleeds, so... it leads. <laughs> sure, exactly. Like, you're not going to say, like, there's a... Big, you know, there was a Wi-Fi vulnerability discovered that affects literally everything that uses WPA2, but it's pretty pretty easily thwarted. No, you want people to tune in so they can get all the so they can get whatever details you're offering them, which is usually not even all details, anyways. So, the uh, I would say part of it in fault is due to media. I hate saying this, but like the mainstream media. Because the alternative okay, media, I, you I, I consume, well, yeah, and that's my that's my point. Though, was like on things like, um...
1: <laughs> it wasn't so bad before we had you know, quote unquote, fake news. Just saying, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but now everything is just like, fuck. I don't even want to say news because it's like, well, is it real news or fake news?
0: Yeah, but also like, you can't say mainstream media without automatically being accused of something. Yeah, you know, like, 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 like it, look, shit, it's he's been a bad before, like. <laughs> It's been bad before. It's been bad for a while. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, just cool cool it down, you know? But Simadonna? Simadonna. So, I mean, I would encourage the average citizen to look at things like Motherboard and Vice specifically and things like that. Now, there's a problem with that because their journalism itself is terrible. And you're going to run into a lot of things that aren't journalism. A lot of them are like opinion. Most of them, I say, are opinion pieces. But on the flip side... They also accept user submissions, so it's very easy for an actual professional in the field to write up an article, put it on there, and make that much more accessible and long form than it would be on, like,
1: Twitter, for instance. But do we actually see that happening?
0: I do, but, again, I'm, in, I'm entrenched in that alternative media already. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, I, I can't... I don't feel like I'm qualified to make a good judgment on whether it's present or not in the mainstream and accessible to the average citizen, I should say, you know? Yeah. But then again, why should they have to worry about that,
1: right? Uh, No, I don't think that's true. I I actually, I don't think it's true at all. Mm -hmm. I have gotten into this argument a lot of times with different people. I think that, you know, if you want to use a smartphone, then you should understand the implications of doing so. And, That's a good point. you know, it bugs the shit out of me that we have, you know, 50 and 60 year old people who are buying iPhones. <laughs> That's not the part that bothers me. What bothers me is the first thing they do is set up their fucking touch ID because the person at the Apple store told yeah. them to. Yeah. But they have no idea what the implications of that are. And it's, it's because they're not exposed to that. You know, it's the same thing. We... Mm-hmm. We see news about about people being coerced or forced into providing their no, fingerprint no, no, and stuff like that. No,
2: they don't even have to be coerced. If that's something they really want. No, no, want, I understand. Gonna, you
0: know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, Biometrics is pretty easy to break. Right, but, but my right
1: point now. is, like, there is nobody talking to these people about that. And, you know, I think that we're yeah. going to see that change as, you know, people your age and my age start to become the 50 and 60 year olds praying sure. i make it that far at this point but that's also assuming the tech itself doesn't change too much right which exactly well and that's it the, might not and, but it could but the other problem with it is you know it's great to wait 30 years until we're 50 and 60 whatever mm-hmm. but what mm-hmm. that but doesn't what do we do about it now what do we do yeah. about it now and how is it going to shape legislation and law between now and then
0: yeah right well and i think
1: that's something that's still going to impact us in 30 years potentially how
0: did we even get talking about this?
1: Oh, Patrick. Yeah, Patrick. <laughs> Somehow we're now talking about old men on iPhones. <laughs> exactly. that's what I like to do.
0: I can't remember how we got here, but it's been a hell of a ride. Uh, right? So, so we've... <laughs> we're at like 53 minutes, so let's see if we can come up with like two or three quick ideas to sort of maybe... I don't know, at least have a better way of doing this than only just having change yeah, management. Yeah. And not right. just
1: that, but this is something that there is a lot of room for, you know, listener, viewer, whatever the hell, mm-hmm. input. Like, yeah. I actually legitimately want to know how you handle large scale patching and change management. And what do you do if you can't patch your systems? Do you just not sleep at night because you're worried? <laughs> I mean, well, yeah,
2: well. When we have a system that we can't patch, I mean, it's it's a big deal. I mean, there's daily emails. Hey, you know, we need to, what's the story on this? Have we, have we determined if we can do this or not? You mm. know, I mean, if you have the number of servers that you need change management for, realistically, I think the best way to do it would be to have a set schedule. You know, you have mm. servers dev test and stage in week one and week two, and then you start working through prod and you have specific prods and you have, you know, and they have specific days yeah. or whatever. Yeah. This is not something that you can go, oh, I think we patched it. I'm not sure. You know? Right. I, I mean. Yeah.
0: I mean, well, you need and, to have good records. Yeah. I was going to say that should go without also saying. You need a way of testing it. Yeah. Implementing
1: change management or patching your stuff is one thing. Ensuring that your patches actually took and your stuff is actually up to date. That's a different story altogether.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which well, is also why POCs are super important. That's why you need. That's why you need talk a lot about
1: that last episode right
2: yeah. so now you have a team that actually goes back and says okay you patched x server next day i'm going to validate that for you mm-hmm. and then they say okay we validate mm-hmm. it we found this is this right and you say yes or no i say great okay we'll see you next month you know and mm-hmm. you realistically you can't just have if you have many hundreds of of servers, you can't have just one guy doing all that work. You need teams. You need three or four guys just in patch management. You need three or four guys doing the patching. You need three or four guys to do the validation that are on the patch management team that do the scheduling and whatnot to then go behind and do the validation. You can't just have, you know, two or three dudes that are the ID department that do all that work. You're not going to validate properly. You don't need a technical guy to validate. You need a technical guy. You need a guy who can look up a website and say, okay, is this RPM installed? It is. Okay, great. We're done. You know, that's I mean, that, that's that
0: probably differs from implementation, implementation, implementation. But generally speaking, yeah, like, yeah, th- I'd, I'd imagine there'd be some sort of tool where you could have what? one guy script like a module for this framework. And then you could have multiple people run it against well, X number of servers. You can here, also, so.
1: you know, you can start to talk about relying on something like Puppet. Mm-hmm. And if you have a way to check on your infrastructure or visualize Puppet, like Puppet Board or the Puppet Dashboard from mm-hmm. days gone by, you know, Ultimately, you're going to see if a machine is failing to install that RPM. Sure, but also remember
0: there have been cases like Johnny. Was it Johnny pointed out? It was either Johnny or Daryl. I can't remember who. They said there were cases where the Windows update said it was installed, okay, but right. it wasn't. Fuck Windows.
1: This is not about Windows.
0: We we need to consider our we, Windows we do. brethren. We really don't. We talk a lot about Linux because we mo- like all of us mostly deal with nix like systems, uh. but.
2: But but to to Johnny's point, there's still point, part of our, the, still part WSUS of our can sometimes report that things have been installed when they really haven't. Mm. I I mean I work yeah. with Windows guys on on my team and and I mean they have to they they're like, I mean I have control over reboots. When I say it's time to reboot, reboot, we're doing it. But they mm. have no control over it. WSUS is like, mm. I think it's ready to reboot. Oh, it's rebooting. And They're like, oh, yeah,
0: fuck, you know. So yeah. as far as like, and then it'd be even worse to find out that after that reboot. You need to you need to do it again because yeah, the patch right. didn't even take right 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 that's now, infuriating now to go
2: back but, to Johnny's point about the CEO bitching about patching because it breaks something every time that's not necessarily true I
0: mean yeah I I will say it's it's overhyped
2: well Here's the thing, though. Generally speaking, sometimes a CEO... I think I
0: said that, though, originally.
2: You might have, but he latched onto it.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah.
2: But the thing is, like, the CEO's laptop, how often is he patching that? Is he patching it every month like he's supposed to be? Yeah. He's not, probably. It's, like, six years out of date. And so he goes to update mm-hmm. it, and then it breaks. Well, of course it's going to fucking break. Well, you know? a better
1: question, why is a CEO patching his own laptop? But uh, I <laughs> mean, realistically. But the
0: CEOs, like, know. most CEOs that I know of do not, like integrating into the corporate infrastructure if you know what i mean
1: yeah i know what you mean right they you know they, they that don't innuendo like
0: Conforming to yes they don't like conforming to certain policies that are in place oh that's and what we'll you leave meant? it at that uh, yes that's what i meant
2: why can't i have my facebook
1: All right and my porn yeah. hub so we actually we said we were going to make two to three points about not patching and we didn't do that
2: eh, we're fine
1: yeah
0: well here's here's my quick ones like you said, Jay-thon, See if there's a firewall alternative. Number two, air gap everything you can if it's one of those systems that cannot be patched for compatibility reasons. Number three, change management software, like automated change management, is a huge boon to this. And number four, implement some sort of software that can be applied that will have some way of validating that the patch was installed.
1: Also, just throwing it out there, I know that this is also a stretch in a lot of environments, Mm -hmm. but if you're constantly finding that whatever you are using as a solution needs to be patched, at some point, it might be time to jump ship for a new solution altogether. Just absolutely, Absolutely. And people overlook that because, you know, maybe you have a great change management team you know, be it your sysadmins or engineers or whatever, Mm. and they do a great job patching your stuff and you've never been compromised. But if there is constantly vulnerabilities in what you're using, I mean, you know, we've talked about WordPress before, right? If you have to Mm -hmm. update WordPress every fucking week,
0: every, every twice a week, sometimes sure. Right.
1: Three times a week, whatever. In in any case, you get the point. Yeah. At some point you have to sit back and say, look, you know, yes, I'm keeping on top of these things, but there's still this many vulnerabilities being made available or or being exploited or coming to the surface. Mm -hmm. At some point, you have to start to look at whether or not you need that product, or if there's an alternative or something like that, that might fare slightly better in terms of security. And that's all I'm saying.
0: And I'll I'll extend that to systems that you're still using that can't be upgraded you mentioned a little while ago about a microscope that required like xp or something right yeah yeah i think this was back at
1: like early s1 yeah right? we've definitely talked about it before and it's a at real that thing point,
0: yeah at that point it's maybe time to consider a new microscope and yeah it's a huge <laughs> cost it's a huge cost but right,
1: let's just move on <laughs> but
0: jathan wait how much does that microscope cost jaython i don't know uh, sell it to someone else make it someone else's problem but my point is like if that's the case, maybe get some new hardware well, that will let you do that.
1: because I think that's a shitty example just because something like a microscope doesn't need to be on the network.
0: No, I yeah, but like necessarily. The, the, the computer driving it, the, the thing right. that actually needed to not be upgraded.
1: No, that's what I'm saying, though, is like, yeah. why does a computer that's just collecting data from an instrument that's next to it need to be networked?
0: It
2: doesn't. It really doesn't. Yeah. And we talked yeah. about I this. Mean, you, could,
0: you could sneak net or net that or we talked about implement this,
2: something. This or, last season, or even
1: not. do like, you know, it could be on your internal network. Am I, and am that, I delayed here? Sure. That doesn't make it perfect. No, you're not no, delayed. No, you're not delayed. Okay, right. And that doesn't make it perfect, but it still cuts down on the amount of people that can access it by a huge fuck ton, depending well, on sure. your situation. we
2: talked about this still, I want to say last season, about the guy who in the hospital connected the freaking appliance to yep. the network. Yeah,
1: yeah, and yeah. Sure. I remember. I think that I mean, might have even been this season, but anyway...
0: I, I I think that was a I mean S one I, I think so late S one but I mean but yeah like anyway. Jafon saying you don't
2: necessarily need to have the XP computer that's controlling a microscope connected to the network. There's no reason for mm-hmm. it. It really seriously. There's no reason for it. You know.
0: Sure. I mean, there might be some cases like Jafon. How big are those image files? They're not very big, but there's a lot of them usually, right?
1: I mean, there are some people who are, let's just say, customers of mine who are generating, you know, five to eight terabytes a day. Yeah, I mean that's
0: you could do that with an external hard drive.
1: Yeah, it's really inconvenient. I mean, I'm much more. It's, it's more inconvenient. Yeah, I'm much more that. in favor of like, okay, it's on the network, but it has a, an outgoing firewall ro- rule so it can only mm. access the storage, and it yep. has an internal firewall rule so Black, you know, literally basically everything nothing. Whatever
0: management you need. Yeah, exactly. And I think yeah, that's a that's, reasonable that's approach to take. I, I need my Facebook. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hope not. But yeah,
1: outgoing rules is a super. It's also often overlooked. Super overlooked. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I don't understand why, because, kind of because the thing is, like, you know, I don't think, honestly, I've heard of people really turning to outbound rules until they're trying to limit their users. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I actually read an article today. I'll see if I can find it. But it was even someone who was like, yeah, I don't allow 8.8.8.8 outbound because so much ransomware, spyware, virus, whatever, uses it. And, mm. you know, I would think that there'd be other breakage because of that rule, but maybe not.
0: Well, you don't, you can run your own internal DNS resolver.
1: Sure. Which, you know,
0: I think you should, but <laughs> sure. separate or you could, entirely. Or you could spoof that 8.8.8.8 yeah. or request or log which requests go to it. Yeah, you have a lot of options, but mm. outgoing firewall rules, I think we all can agree, are super powerful and definitely underutilized. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah.
1: Actually, that, that'd be a really good topic is like actual use cases for outbound rules.
0: Yeah, yeah, let's talk about that in the future episode. Peyton, do you have any other, like, final thoughts on patch management? How we can address I, it?
2: I mean, you know, just take the time, you know? Just take the mm. time and patch. Just take the time come up with a solution. There's not a perfect solution for everybody, you know? So, that's that's, that's all I have to say. Just just take the time, come up with a solution, and, and implement it and, do it, and do it. Stick to it. That's all I got.
0: Okay. All right. Jthon, you ready for the baddie?
1: Yeah, buddy.
0: This is... I I feel like you were lukewarm about this earlier. I still am lukewarm.
1: Wait till you hear what I'm going to say.
0: It's so good. No, this is the shittiest
1: baddie we've ever had. No,
0: it's so good. Yeah, it is. Okay, okay, at the top of... No,
1: just hold on a second. Okay. There's a link at the top of the page for this baddie that is a different article. Study on Craigslist shutting down erotic services shows SESTA. I don't even know what that is. (laughs) May hurt those it purports to help. I don't know. I think that'd be a better baddie. Than this. I
0: I would keep see you don't even know what it what
1: it is. <laughs> I know, that's what I'm saying. So okay, here's well, the thing. Yes. There was a story, so today is October twenty fifth. Yesterday, yes. Tector broke a story about how the Department of Justice uh, yeah, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Department of Justice issued a subpoena to Twitter attempting to identify five Twitter users, not because of anything they'd done, but because someone else they disliked, a security researcher named Justin Schaefer, had tweeted an emoji at the DOJ or at these people. It's a little unclear, actually, in response to a discussion about a different case. It's at these people. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so
0: do you need me to, to summarize? No, no, no. Actually, okay. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Okay, so you know what? I don't the get DOJ, the countdown. I don't even get the baddie anymore.
0: No, no. I'm, I'm just so here <laughs> because you said you're a little bit confused. Uh, fucking so podcast. The so the DOJ, <laughs> the DOJ filed a subpoena against five people. Five. Because they interacted. With a security no, no, researcher no, no. that he, the DOJ does not like, he
1: added them. Yeah, that's the thing is they didn't actually really interact back. He just tweeted emojis at them. Oh, now, I, granted, it was in response right. to something they yes. said that was relative, sort of, but not really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In any case, it's bullshit. Interaction,
0: it's it's two way street. But yes, yes, it is bullshit. It is entirely bullshit. <sighs> so
1: here's the thing it's an
0: entire failure on the doj's part i think so but yes here's the thing JP. yeah yeah.
1: so i don't i don't have any kind of official statement from twitter or anything like that right but it seems like twitter kind of inquired like why do you want this information and it kind of seems like the doj didn't really have any answer like well we we, we think we need this so
0: <laughs> no you
1: don't this you, is you a stupid DOJ. baddie but it, I like it I don't it's care what so you like. stupid that it's a good baddie. in any case though we're giving this yes. baddie to the Department of Justice because baddie. you guys are tyrannical as fuck. tyrannical nut jobs that too and this is just not a good use of Twitter like you should be able to tweet emojis it's at whoever not a you good want
0: use of anything
1: I'm gonna just start tweeting the poop emoji repeatedly at you and see what <laughs> I happens there you go if if you subpoena me I'm gonna be upset <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm coming at you like a Freight train,
0: <laughs> like a freight, like the train in your uh, that goes by your apartment. They are
1: freight trains, by the way. Yes. Okay. All right, we need to give this up because I'm not making any sense anymore. Anyway, uh,
0: I mean, yeah. how much have you had to drink? Ooh,
1: not that much. I found a typo in the article. It says Assistant U.S. Attorney A T T O R E N Y. Attorney. That's kind of funny, actually. Damn it, Tector. Attorney. Now Tector gets a buddy.
0: At, at, Yeah. I know, but I'm I'm seeing I mean, I'm seeing I'm not... typos everywhere. I'm seeing it in like Wall Street Journal and everything. Yeah,
1: I've actually I think I tweeted so, about it not long ago. People like.
0: are just becoming more illiterate. It's because you have to be the first they one are. to drop
1: that fake news.
0: Yeah, they really are. They're becoming more and more illiterate. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> I guess so. Uh,
2: Knock that crap off.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's finish this out. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't get the intro. I didn't get the countdown. I didn't get the baddie. All right. Oh my god. Somebody else close it out now. Do you want the outro? Nope, I sure as hell don't. That's a lot you, of pressure. You got the baddie. Nah, barely. Oh my gosh. It had a typo. You gave me the one with a typo.
0: Oh, uh, this is this has been drum administrative. <laughs> I'm Brent.
1: I'm Jonathan.
0: And I'm a motherfucking
1: choo-choo.
2: They're... <laughs> oh my weird. God. Thomas okay. the tank
1: over there.
0: See no, you around.